Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. There'd be a lot of poop in my hands. I've <laughs> <laughs> seen a six-foot alligator go swinging through the air and slam into a tree. These guys are the scientists of the supernatural. Lecturers leaving lessons for inquiring laymen. They are applying the scientific method to a world that baffles science. They are the cryptids of the corn. But who else has big black wings and red eyes? Um, Batman. Oh, Mothman. Oh yeah, Mothman. A great white shark was stolen. Oh, someone stole a shark? I got stuff for you you don't even know about. She's a witch. She turned me into a newt. Who knows? Anything could be possible. Anything could be possible. It's really big. Mm-hmm. Abduction vibes. Holy moly. It sounds like you were abducted. And it just stood up. I mean, it just like kept going and going. And she goes, what the? Hello, hello, and welcome back to Cryptids of the Corn podcast. I am... The great and powerful mystery. He's got to charge it up after that. Yeah. And I am the infamous Jay. What clone number? No clone today. Oh, gosh. No, not the original. The clones don't exist. The clones are not real. We, we are all one. <laughs> all right. So this week, I have a whale of a tale for you. Oh, a whale? Of a tail. We're doing another cetacean? I didn't say that. Oh, okay. It's a play on words. Oh. But let's do our front of house stuff first. You know how we like to start it. It's yeah. been the same for about a year now. Just about. It's not a surprise anymore. Uh, but Paranormality Magazine. So we are an affiliate with Paranormality Magazine now. <laughs> so what that means is basically if you go to their website and you buy a magazine subscription or anything like that, if you use our code... Corn crew, all one word. Yes. Corn crew. Corn crew. Promo code. Corn crew. We get a kickback of everything you buy. Yes. So, you know, uh, it's a great magazine. We've been in it a couple times, and we're actually working on articles for them right now. Paranormality Magazine. Yes. Uh, The link will be below. Enjoy it. We appreciate you guys. So if you want to support us, help support them, all that good stuff. Remember, uh, use the code word. Corn crew. All one word. C-O-R-N-C-R-E-W. I hope I spelled it right when I put it in. Let's hope. We probably shouldn't have left you up to that task. But <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, once again, check out our YouTube channel. Uh, speaking of that, the as of now, so this is a week before. So this is literally the week it ends. But we well, recorded a week before. It's all that podcast time travel. The Kickstarter... Is 82% funded. We're so close, guys. So please, if you can donate, we greatly appreciate it. The link's below. Share it, share it, share it. It's an all or nothing thing. So that, what that means is that we either get it or we don't. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. You've known this since day one. You just forget. Yeah, I guess I thought it was just like, okay, no, right, let's get there. We're on that all or nothing. final push to the finish yes. line. And thank you, everybody that has supported it already. We yeah. greatly, greatly appreciate you guys. Much uh, gratitude sent your way. Yes. One, and then also, if you guys are going to a conference that we're going to be at, let us know. We'd love to learn faces and try to like get to know you before you get there. Right. Uh, so this this weekend coming up is Monster Fest. So I don't know if I'm going to be there, uh, but Jay will be there uh, with Rachel and Sean. So you can meet Jay. Uh, there'll be like a potato with my hat on it you can talk to in my place. <laughs> uh, but no. Go, if you're coming, let us know. We already know some of you guys are coming. Uh, Jake, Michael, Paul, who might yeah. be. Rachel, Sean, obviously, are going to be there, but, you know, no, they'll Jake, be behind Jake, the booth. Will Jake be there? Yeah, he said so this morning. All right. Sherwin, maybe? Yes, Sherwin's a vendor, oh, I believe. Oh, all right. It's going to be a party. It's going to be a party. It always is. Yeah. Uh, you guys have not been shy with the love this week. Ooh. We have a lot of new reviews, and we have a 
lot of new Patreon members Ooh. to get to. So let's. I'm gonna try to speed through these reviews. So uh, once again, a lot of these are gonna be Spotify, and we have one uh, Apple review. Okay. So for the Spotify ones, we're gonna cut back on them now. But there were so many that we didn't know about till recently. Yeah, it's a new feature. Blow so. through them. Yeah. So this is a long name. But j.g.williams.jw.jw. Oh, okay. It's a I cousin. Huh? Cousin of mine. I love y'all's show. Keep up the good work. You guys are killing it. And Justin, did you get your nickname from Open Season the movie? Now, Ooh. the great and power. So I may have got my nickname originally from the Open Season movie. Okay. Well, I believe it. Elliot says it. What's he say? He's the great and powerful. Okay. I'm not, not 100% sure, but I. I used to think I made up things myself, but it was for me falling asleep, like watching stuff like South Park and stuff yeah. like that. And then it would like ingrate into my brain. So I'm not saying that I did not purposely get it from open season, but subconsciously I may have. May have. It. <laughs> Robert J. Smith. Different from our Robert We, we discovered this. this Smith. We have a friend that's Robert Smith. Yes. And we thought it was him and I was picking on him. Do it now. He said, love the show. I feel like I'm learning something or something more about nature now in my 40s than I ever did in high school. My only complaint is the placement of ads randomly in the middle of a sentence. Yes, I understand. <laughs> we're trying to get better at that, but we do appreciate it all. Yeah, like, I get yeah. it. It's annoying. Yeah, we're getting better slowly. We're trying. Yeah. And eventually it'll be there. Um, Dean, love the show. I listen to each episode at least two times, if not more. Just to grasp all the info. Also, I love joining the Tuesday mornings to chill with you guys and sip on some coffee. We, we just talked to Dean today. He was in there. Did Dean cut in today? Yeah. Yep. Okay, so, good. So welcome welcome to the Thanks. fun, Dean. Thanks, Dean. Uh, Bumbo Really? Bumbo Lily? Okay. B-U-M-B-E-R-L-I-L-Y. Bumbo Lily. Okay. Awesome as always, gentlemen. I always look forward to the next episode. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Bumber. <laughs> Bumber? Uh, Lee Rod 84 you two have quickly become me and my coworkers' favorite podcast to listen to. I bet y'all are a hoot to hang out with. Love the content. Thanks again, Ash. Oh, thank you, Ash. Mm-hmm. What, what, what was the name, though? Lee Rod? Lee Rod 84 Okay. Well, Ash Lee Rod. Elsie? Uh, E-L-S-I-E? Yep. Guys, I absolutely love the episode. Enjoyed every minute. Thanks for sharing, Lori. So, Lori, thank you for sharing is what I took that as. Thank you. Aaron Kemper. Great podcast, guys. For me, storytelling and just chilling to make it super easy to listen to. The only issue is the debate is caused uh, because the written tradition didn't come until late. So that's on the Trolls episode. Okay. Uh, So he was saying that the debate on the wording didn't come until later on. Ah, Okay. So Gosh. thank you for that update. And once again, if we get anything wrong, please send it an email. Yeah, we will us. make corrections. Right, yeah, we will. We're only one there's only one guy really doing the research here. Right. And I and I'm busy as it is. <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> it's not me. But no, so we do appreciate, you know, anytime that anything like that happens, please send us an email. We appreciate it. And we'll make corrections. So J R A forty seven seventy six. So he we read his comment a while ago. Okay. But he did an update. He said, once again, five stars. Updated. I become a Patreon member, and I definitely recommend it. So much extra content and more. Absolutely worth every penny. Oh, there's a good endorsement. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. We, I mean, Patreon's really fun for us to do. It's it's fun connecting with you guys. So, Oh, yeah. We want to join in. Join in. Have some fun with us. All right, Jay. You do the Patreon names. We got four of them this week. Oh, right, we got four new Patreon members. Oh, gosh. Is it because of this first name you gave me the yeah. thing? Okay, I'm going to butcher this, but it looks like our first member is Jana Steck. I don't know. Let's go with it. Yeah, Jana. Welcome, Jana. We'll stick with Jana. Thank you, Jana. Welcome to the club. Um, We got Benjamin Schuler. So thank you, Benjamin, for joining. We got Bigfoot Society, Jeremiah. Jeremiah was a bullfrog. Dana, no. He's a Bigfoot friend of mine. <laughs> All right, we got... So thank you, Jeremiah. Welcome. And we got, last but not least, Bill Kerner. Bill Kerner. So welcome, Bill. All of you, all four of you, welcome. Welcome to the club. 
Yes. We, we keep growing stronger and stronger. Yes. Let the hate flow through you. Flow, <laughs> flow through you. Yes. But not hate, but, you know, Jedi, uh, good love. Are you ready to get into this? Yeah, I I'm, I'm still don't know what we're even talking about. First, we kind of have it in three sections. We're going to talk about Porphyros. But, but, but what? Porphyros. Porphyros? The beast known as Porphyros. The monster that almost took down the late uh, uh, Roman Empire. Porphyros? Porphyros. How do you, I got to see how you spell that. Uh, no. Can I at least just... I have... No. I got to see it. No. Why not? Porphyros. I just feel like you're saying it wrong. No, I actually... I, I have done so much more research now actually how to pronounce this than anything ever on this show. And what is it again? Porphyros. Okay. I even have the little broke down of how to say it phonetically. You need a button to push like Porphyros. Yeah. I almost did it. Yeah, close enough. Uh did you so do you ever watch the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy? I did a little. Have you ever seen the thing Destroy Us All? Destroy Us All. Well he does he says the whole episode. I know. I almost put that on a button today and I couldn't quite get it done. Okay. Because Porphyros Porphyr. will destroy us all. Okay. So Porphyros was an extremely large whale that harassed and sank many ships in the waters near Constantinople in the 6th century. Active over a period of 50 years, Porphyros caused a great concern for Byzantine, Byzantine, yes, surfarers. Uh, Emperor Justin the first. Justantine? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Made it to an important matter to capture the beast that we could not come up with any way to do so. Now, didn't he know about uh, eel pheromones and big shark hooks? <laughs> I don't think that works for oh, whales. Okay. Oh, okay. Of course, a guy so named Justin would be Porphyros the one. was the boat that, or no, Porphyros sank so many vessels. Yeah. That, uh, including, we're going to talk about warships, uh, giant fishing vessels, and whole fleets. One whale. Okay. But was it a whale? We're going to talk about. Ooh. So there's, you know, once again, translation, all that kind of stuff, you know. Whale, just does that mean giant aquatic beast? Mm. Or does that mean whale whale? Or does it mean like, uh, ah, never mind. Yeah, aquatic beast or whale whale. Yeah, let's <laughs> stick with those two. <laughs> Nothing. What were you going to say? Nothing. Nothing with blue hair. It's gone. <laughs> Porphyros is mentioned in the writing of the 6th century Byzantine historian, Porcius, Porcius, about the history of the wars, VII 29, in the secret history, according to uh, the Porcius, Porf oh, now, now, Porphyrios, now I'm going to say the name wrong because his name's too similar to the whale. Right, yeah. Uh, Porphyrios, now, dang it. Well, are you I'm, saying the actual? I'm trying to say the whale's name. The one that we were just talking mm -hmm. about the whole time. Yeah. Porphyrus. Porphyrus. Is that what you're saying? I guess. So he measured 30. <laughs> or, yeah, I knew I was going to get it wrong. Porphyros, the whale. Anyways, the whale measured 45 <laughs> feet in length. Okay. And 15 feet wide. Okay, that's pretty big. But not, I mean, think about whales. 45 feet long is. I guess it's not that big. It's either a monster killer whale. Yeah. Or a really small sperm whale is what most people kind of put it as. Okay. It's, yeah, it sounds like a small orca. No, no, small, big, a big orca. Big, uh, orcas top out today at 35 feet. Yeah, big orca, small whale. Yeah. So, and we're going to talk about behaviors and why I picked those two species is mainly because of aggression. Okay. Because baleen whales just don't have a lot of, like, aggression, like, Hate going out them. of their way. Right, yeah. To, to do anything. Not they like will heavily defend themselves. Have you seen, um, it's just a video I recently I've seen pop up on my feed on stuff like that. Kill Shut up. Okay, okay. We'll just we'll get to it later. Yes. Oh, goodness. Porphyros. Porphyros. <laughs> so, whales are not well understood antiquity or in the Middle Ages and are often seen as simply great monsters. So, this is what we're talking about when we're, like, trying to decide whether this is an actual whale or a different kind of big sea creature. Okay. Because there's arguments, and it was mentioned in a book talking about a previous time. Okay. So we're not talking about the writings of the time. We're talking about a writings later talking about this time. Game of telephone. So, yeah. It, and that really is. You know, we, we just kind of have its behaviors in the lifespan. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, so it's not possible to confidently identify the species Porphyros was belonged to. It may have been a giant sperm whale or an extremely unusually large orca. 
And right now there are 35 subgroups of orca alive on the planet. So this could be a member that is uh, maybe extinct or really, really rare. Right, exactly. Yeah. They just got a little bigger. Because, yeah, 35 is a lot, but that's still not that many. That's uh, 10 foot. You know, but we talked about, you know, when these animals start getting, every inch matters. You know, you gain oh, yeah. so much extra weight. It's like the exponential growth. Yeah. So could it actively hunt how they normally do? But would that point to it being more of a sing, you know, a, a solitary animal? Right, right. So we'll get to there. Uh, but Porphos began... Or being a sperm whale was supported by the size, uh, lengthy lifespan, and temperament. On the other hand, though, the identification has an orcus is supported by the geological location. Hmm. So in Mediterranean Sea, that area, a lot of orcas. Okay. Whether you see them or not, there is a lot of them. Uh, since true whales rarely venture into these waters, which Porphyrus is known to frequent, uh, it and its name is referenced to the skin color. It could support either the identification of both since well, the black of the orca or the dark brownish gray of the sperm whale uh, is misinterpreted as dark purple. So basically, part of the name means really dark purple. Okay. Uh, but, you know, sperm whales are really like a dark brown. They can be really dark. You know, a lot of the ones you see are light brown. Yeah. And orcas are black. Right, yeah, with the white underbellies. Yeah. But I- not all orcas have a lot of white. Mm. So like I said, there's a lot of subspecies at Orca. That's there right. are some that are almost fully black, more like pilot whales. Oh, okay. So there's, oh, once again, we're talking about something in the 6th century. Yeah, it's quite a long time ago. But oh. I always wanted to, so the color, so the deep purples where they got the porphyrous name? Partially, and we're going to talk about the name later. Because mm. it has several different meanings. Once again, we're a long yeah, game old, of telephone. Exactly, yeah. Long game of telephone here. We do know there was an animal that did sink ships at this time. Right. That is fact. Fact, okay. Because that was not just by this one guy's writing. He went into the greatest detail about it, but it popped up several other places. Gotcha. Saying about this animal that was, like, literally, we're going to talk, like, it was in the the Bosporus Straits, which is a narrow area that most ships coming out of the Roman Empire had to go through. Mm. And it would literally... Just wreck their fleets. It would, at one day, it sank 15 ships. Man. It It was having a bad day. So, uh, yeah, and you don't think it was, like, a big shark or nothing, right? No, I don't. Personally, I think it was either—I I think it was a whale. Okay. But we'll get into all that. So, Porphyrus harassed ships off the waters of Constantinople over 50 years, but no, not continuously, since its time disappearance for lengthy periods of time. So, it seemed to follow its normal migration paths. It would spend a couple months out of the year in this area. Okay. And just wreck everything. Yeah. And then it would leave. Hmm. You think it was, like, a breeding area? Save it. You're maybe onto it. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so, it's most frequently appeared in the Bosphorus Straits. Porphyros made no distinction in, uh, in regards to which kind of ships it attacked. It reported attacking dozens of fishing vessels, merchant ships, and it even sank dozens of warships. Okay. So, like, the Roman warships, you know, Romans were known for these giant warships, mm-hmm. and it would sink them. Yeah, that's not that good. That's not good for your army. Many of his ships were sunken by Porphyros, and the mere repu- or the mere uh, reputation terrified the crew of many more. So basically, yeah, people were avoiding this whole area. It was starting to choke out some parts of the Roman Empire. A whale was starting to starve out sections of the Roman Empire. See, so yeah, yeah, and this is the whole—I'm looking up the Bosphorus Straits right now. It's like the part where the Black Sea connects to the Mediterranean. Yes. Mm-hmm. So how would a orca or something get into that area in the first oh, place? Oh, they go there. Oh, okay. They're already there. Yeah. So the orcas are there. Sperm whales aren't really. Okay. But, you know, animals, they'll end up weird places all the time. Yeah, true. I guess so. Uh, so ships often took detours to completely avoid these waters. Uh, the most commonly, the whale most commonly swam. Emperor Justin I, 527 to 565, he had a pretty long reign, made it a matter of great concern to capture Porporos. Though he was unable to devise any means through which to do this. They tried giant nets. They tried all kinds of stuff. So this whale was sinking for 50 years. He would just show up on... So, like, he would disappear for, like, six months, seven months at a time. Okay. And just long enough for people are like, okay, is he finally gone? And then one day he would come back and sink 15 ships, including some of the biggest warships at the time. Dang. That would be quite the blow. To your uh, wartime economy. They tried everything. And whale hunting was a thing at this time. People had hunted whales. This guy was just... Just couldn't hunt this one. Smarter, but he wasn't giant. And, you know, 45 feet's not a small animal. Right. 
but, but it's not, not a, gi- a giant whale. Right. When it That's comes on to the sea. way smaller side of whale whales. Yeah. yeah. It's a really, you know, orcas are dolphins. So it's a really big dolphin or it's a really small whale. Okay. They tried nets. They tried traps. They tried spikes on the ship. Like they literally would put like spikes on the underneath their ship, just keep them from ramming, ramming into it. it. Yeah. Did but it work? No. <laughs> no. And people, it was, it would taunt people. It would show itself off. It was like, it was a whole different thing. I wonder if it's okay. Never mind. Well, let's save it for the end. I know what it is, but we'll go on. So Porphyrus reportedly did die. Oh. So one day, uh, dozens of ships seen this, witnessed this. Porphyrus was chasing a large school of dolphins, one of his favorite foods. Okay. And the dolphins had nothing else to do. Right where the uh, right where the Black Sea opened up into the Mediterranean, uh, they was chasing, chasing, chasing these dolphins. These dolphins ran themselves aground. They okay. ran themselves up on the beach just to try to get away from. Porpros got beached temporarily. Oh, so which if for orcas? I don't know if you ever seen orcas. They can kind of yeah. swim crawl back into the ocean. They'll do this on purpose. Yep. This is not an uncommon thing for orcas to run prey like this up on the beach. I've seen them catch Grab a seal it. on yeah. the beach, yeah, and then drag it back into the ocean. Yeah. What had happened, though, is so many people seen this happen, and they all hated this whale so much. They ran out with hatchets and started beating this thing Dang. by using the water. Wasn't working. Skin too tough. Yeah. They couldn't get through anything. They couldn't get blood, which points to me more towards sperm whale than orca, because the blubber doesn't have a lot of blood through right, yep. blood flow. So they can take hits, 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 and it's not doing anything. So literally thousands of people start getting ropes. And they physically start dragging this thing out of the ocean yeah. as it's trying to go back in. Yeah. So they're dragging it, dragging it, dragging it. And once they get on land, then they hack it into pieces. People were reportedly so upset with this whale, they started eating its flesh right there on the beach. I bet it was good. Other people started, like, stored it and sold it for, like, uh, not millions of dollars. You know, it's like, but the, for their version of right, millions right, of dollars. Right. Because it was supposed to get all kinds of magical properties because it's this monster whale. Small fortune, yeah. Isn't that crazy? That is nuts. 50 now, years. Now, I would imagine that would be an, quite the scene to pull up on to see that happening. Would you Would you be one of the people pulling it in off no, of the water? No, I'd be like, let it go. Let it free. Oh. No, I wouldn't be getting involved. <laughs> Not my problem. Not my problem. I ain't doing it. Man, would you have eaten it? No. Why not? No. I mean, the back then would be different, but. I would have tried it. Not right now. I would have tried it. I'm just saying. It just nip me off a little piece of its, you know, its blubber. So, Porphyros' death was a great relief to the general population, though many speculated that the whale that got killed might, in fact, be a completely different animal than Porphyros. Okay. Yeah. So, Porphyros is believed to be the earliest documented case of a rogue whale. Okay. Now, rogue animals are kind of this, it's kind of a, it's just a term. It doesn't really mean a whole lot. It just means an animal that completely doesn't act like it norm- like the normal population. Right, right, right. But yeah. So were there more attacks after, like did more ships, ships get sunk after the this uh, ritualistic killing of hatchets? and? Not many, but Porphyros could be getting too old. Mm. So if he is a sperm whale or if he's a killer whale, so they live in their, so killer whales live into their 60s. Yeah. But when Porphyros arrived... In his 50-year period, he was already big. Right, so he's already full-grown. Yeah. So either animal would either be the longest killer whale to ever live or an older sperm whale. Yeah. If it's one of those two animals. Now, it may not be. Right, it could be something completely different But if it is one of those two animals, it could, you know, if it's a sperm whale, he's just not going into the shallow waters anymore. It's too hard for him to move around. Yeah. It's a killer whale, it's dead. It died of natural causes. You know, it's Mm -hmm. old. It's massive. It's, you know, just old. Uh, but no, it, this story got brought up again and again and again. Uh, so 1776 to 1789, a guy named Gibbons started writing about the strange and wondrous world of the ancient Romans. Oh, nice. And this is when this kind of story kind of got wind again. Circula- started recirculating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, and he's one of the inspirations for Moby Dick. Uh-huh. But he's not white. Huh? This poor person wasn't a white whale. Correct, but we'll talk about the other inspiration from Moby Dick here in a minute. Okay. So, uh, well, just to cover Porpoise's name, we're like the namesake real quick, and then we'll get into some other stuff. The whale's given its uh, the name of well, was given the name by the Byzantine sailors. The name means something alternative rendered. So there's several different 
things it could mean. Could yeah, yeah. Porphyrus, Porphyron, Porphyry, and Porphyrnoe. As the origins uh, is not clear. Common, the common hypothesis on the name includes it being derived from a uh, competitive charioteer, so a, a chariot racer, okay. named Porphyrius, and kind of like an homage to him being right, a great yeah. and powerful. That makes sense. Uh, he was active during the start of Porphyros' reign. Aha, uh-huh, okay. So he's like one of the top guys. So imagine, so for everybody at home, you know, like sports today, you know, it's one of the top sports guys of the Roman Empire at the time. Right. I'm and you have this great beast. So they, you know, it's kind of an homage. Oh, now see if everyone, I can make a great sumo reference to this, but literally. Six people would get it. Yeah. And you're really pushing it. Another one is Porphyron, uh, which is the guy that waged war against the gods in Greek mythology. Ooh, okay. So is it, you know, it's kind of that an homage to that. I, I could see it being a mix of both are fitting. Both are definitely fitting. And then Anthony Caudillus in 2010 suggests the name is uh, means imperial purple and a sign of respect that which the whale held. Hmm. Okay. I mean, that also fits. Yeah. N- n- there's not really a, a clear cut thing. Right. Uh, it could be a mix. Uh, so like I said, there's only four co- uh, core names, Porphyris, Porphyron, Porphyry, and Porphyrino. Okay. So it could be any of those core words. To get our porphyrus. Right, yeah. And they all they are fitting-ish, so it might as well just make an amalgamation of them all together. Yeah, and it's, it's the 6th it's century. It's a long time ago. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a very neat thing, but it happened. So this is the thing is, you know, it's all kinds of, like, stuff about it, you know, what you know, this, that, and the other telephone game. All we do know is there was an animal in the straits. That sink dozens, sink. if not hundreds, of ships, mm-hmm. and like over fifty years. Warships too, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Great warships. Yeah, uh, things that w- were built not to be sunk. And whale hunting was the thing at the time. Hmm. And they just couldn't get this one. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. So, what do you think before we move on to the next thing? I mean, it's kind of a it's a crazy story, but it's also uh, I I want to say it's credible because of all the different writings and stuff about it, but. I I know what it is, but I can't. I don't want to just go ahead and blurt it out. All right, for real. Yeah. All right. This was an early form of an ancient uh, science uh, studies and experiments where they're hybridizing and animals and making super soldier animals. And this mammal, I'm gonna go with a mammal, was created in a lab and set free in this strait to destroy these warships. To control, uh, you know, to keep the Roman Empire from getting a little too out of hand. Oh, that's likely. Mm-hmm. And it's in Istanbul or Constantinople, same difference. But a power center, you know, they got to have their experiments and creatures, you know, kind of make it look like nature's winning this battle. When in fact, it's people, science, scientists and their grubby little greedy fingers making these creatures. So let's talk about what it really could be. Oh, okay. I think you may have got it right. So sperm whales. Uh, let's say it is a sperm whale. And you said this earlier, breeding. So it's a breeding, breeding ground. Oh, 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 okay. okay. So yes. sperm whale bulls love fighting each other. Like they will kill each other for breeding rights. Okay. But this guy is a little out of place if it is a sperm whale. Yeah. And he's a little young, at least during the beginning of this when he's 45 foot long. So this is a juvenile sperm whale. So we're going to the next thing we're going to talk about is the Axis, which is the ship that inspired Moby Dick, which involved a sperm oh, whale. Okay, I thought you meant like the Axis powers. No, no, they, the the Axis okay. or the Axis. I can never say it right. Well, okay, the Essex, the Axis. Essex. That's it. Yeah, that's it. But no. So before we, but so what happens is is these old wooden ships, the creaking mimics bull sperm whales fight calls. Mm. So if this is a sperm whale that's gotten pushed out of his local range, and he's Let's say, you know, he's sexually frustrated, and a lot of these big mammals need to fight to kind of get that out. Okay. So there's no males. There's no other males for him to, you know, pick on. Just these other ships. So he comes in for a couple months, and he picks a thing that kind of sounds like a male fighting call, and he just destroys them. Hmm. And that's it. You know, there's no no malignance. It's just where he picked to hang out. And where he picked to hang out, there's no other sperm whales. Just these creaking ships that mimic them. Yeah. Hmm. And this is this is fitted by behavior. Sperm whales have have attack ships. They will sink big, large wooden ships. 
Whether you believe it or not, sperm whales are very, very strong animals. Oh, yeah. I believe it. 99% of the time, though, they don't. Uh, most of the sh- ships attacked attacked the whales first. Gotcha. So it's not like sh- sperm whales rarely, any whale rarely goes out of its way to do anything to anybody else. That's not, invo- you know, that's not invoking it. But if you're sexually frustrated. And that's where, and then a misplaced animal to where, yeah. for whatever reason, it kept going back to this area trying to breed and there's no other sperm whales. So it gets really upset, gets really angry, and then it's just it's, it, there's a bunch of wooden ships to take it out on. <laughs> exactly. But sperm whales, uh, modern day sperm whales, will actually attack fishing vessels to get their catch. Also. Mm, okay. So it could have started from that to where they learned that these these some of these vessels have food on them. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Like uh, right now in Alaska, the uh, the cod lines, the literally sperm whales will go right down the cod line and eat all of the cod. Oh. And like literally these boats, I've watched videos of these boats. Uh, this gigantic line will start getting pulled back out of these gigantic reels, these automatic reels, and you're like, yeah, F and sperm, and they're screaming, and I'm just laughing. Like, what are you gonna do? Th- you're fishing in where he lives. Yeah, what are you gonna do? <laughs> Literally, what are you gonna do? Shoot it. You can try throwing a spear through its back, but so it could be either ends. one, or, or it's a sexually frustrated a juvenile male. Uh, well, when it started, and you know, then uh, so that time frame does fit a life cycle of a sperm whale, you know, and it probably died of old age. Okay. But sperm whales do eat dolphins. They will eat pretty much anything. But right now, there's actually a, a crippled dolphin that's living with a pod of sperm whales, and the sperm whales are taking care of it. So, you know, it's kind of like a case-by-case basis for that kind of stuff. Right. Or it could be one that learned that, you know, humans mean food. Like, they, these ships mean food right. sometimes. And it's cracking them open to see what comes out. Once you get a behavior learned, I yeah. mean, it's hard to break that habit. Exactly. So it could be either of those two things. Mm. The other thing is a giant orca. Yeah. Uh, that it could be these orcas, and orcas do attack boats, and we're going to talk about that later. Uh, Is that that video? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's more than that video, but yes. Okay, okay. But yeah, so orcas have been known to do this. They are very intelligent animals. They don't normally do this unless they're wronged, which we'll learn more about later, so it could be that kind of thing mm. to where... This is a revenge thing, right? Yeah, maybe they maybe they hunted its wife, but that this isn't as supported as uh, by the time frame, so that it's very very seasonal. It seems like oh, okay that porphyrus would only be there for you know a couple months at a time. Mm-hmm. You know if it's a if it's a killer whale revenge kill, you know it's going to be doing this constantly. Right. Yeah. Uh, the one we kind of left out, if we talked about myst- a mysterious cetacean station episode, Ooh. is the hyphen sperm whale. Or Leviacus. Yeah, we never talked about that one. Yeah, we, no, we did on the Mystery Cetacean Station, oh, the hyphen did. sperm whale that okay. was seen in off the coast of Canada. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. We didn't go into great detail, though, with them, did we? It just, that's all, there was only one story of like it being yeah. seen twice. It right. Just, now I remember, yep. But the hyphen sperm whale seems to be a little smaller and solitary. Mm. So this could be, and then Leviacus was bigger, but extremely solitary and extremely aggressive. It was the eater of whales and megalodons. Mm-hmm. So we could have this where it's literally the last one of the fewer remnants of its species, and they could be a lot more toned up in aggression. And it could be smaller because it's living in like a like the sea and not like great ocean, you know, unless it's working its way back into the I sea. Think, well, I think it's going to the sea. I think gotcha. it, I think that's it's a, reads, or a visitor to the Mediterranean. Okay. So those are all options for this porphyros, but I just thought it was fun because it's a really old legend. It is an old, quite an old legend. Five hundred twenty-six A.D. So that's uh, what's that? That's a lot of years ago. Mm-hmm. 15, <laughs> at least fifteen hundred years ago. That's kind of a long time ago. All right, dang. So we're gonna try to take a little break for the ad read, and then we'll be back with the Essex. And, and we're, we're back. We're back with the Essex. That was fun. We literally just sat here in silence and stared at each other for just a second. We're a good podcast to know everything behind the curtain. Yes. We're not good with putting anything back there. Professional podcasters. Well, everybody should know. So we're not going to go into great, great detail about the whole Essex journey because it was insane. The whole t- Oh, wait. Wait, wait, wait. You talking about the Moby Dick story or the... The Essex, the actual vessel, the actual boat that inspired the true Moby Dick story. Gotcha. Okay. Because it had, like... Peril after peril after peril after peril 
bad decision after bad decision after bad decision. Maybe that'll be a Patreon exclusive in the future. It's a, it's it's a lot. I just didn't want to you know I wanted to add it into this when whales fight back kind of episode. Yeah, but you know, so basically the Essex the Essex was in the was in the Pacific Ocean. Uh, so these guys were searching for sperm whales. Mm-hmm. So they were baleen guys. They left from like uh, from New England all the way to Pacific Ocean. They had just stopped at Galapagos before Charles Darwin ever got there. Like people kind of get this misconception that Charles Darwin discovered Galapagos. No, right. he didn't. Right. They were they were using these islands and they were they loaded up on tortoises. So everybody, there's dozens of species of tortoises that are extinct before Charles even got there, and the Charles wiped out two species himself. Ugh. I don't like him either. So what these guys did, this vessel, uh, they were, so keep in mind, some of these voyages were up to four years. Yeah, right. It's just insane to think about. So they were, they met up with this vessel right before they got to Galapagos saying, hey, there's a lot of sperm whales calving in this area of the Pacific Ocean at this time last, uh, at X time last year. You guys should go there next. So it's like six months in the future. There are like that's they're how far they're planning. Right. They had problem, problem. They, like the ship almost sank like twice. It was horrible. The ship was literally on its last legs. So they go out this way. There was like I think at this point they've only harvested like three or four whales, and they've been at it for like what was it like four or five months. Mm-hmm. So it's really bad. It's really really bad. And they refine the whales and everything on the boat like. There's literally guys that will crawl into these whales to get the spermaceti out of their heads and stuff like oh that. Gosh. The whole thing's horrible. Yeah. So they get to this. They start. They load up on tortoises, and they go, and they go, and eventually they stop finding whales. So a part of the crew, they go to this island, and they just stay there. They're done. Yeah. I got a little island with a tribe and everything on it. They just stay there. They keep going. Finally, they see the biggest whale they've ever seen. Man, monster, monster. Yeah, so it depends on like size estimates and all that kind of stuff. It's supposed to be in like an eighty-five to ninety-foot-long sperm whale, which is truly monstrous. You know, yeah. I, th- I believe most modern-day sperm whales top out at seventy-five to eighty feet. Okay, but like we talked about, every inch, you know, is a lot bigger. Exponential growth. Ex- exponential growth. So you see this guy, and he's kind of sleeping. So sperm whales sleep with their nose up. Like, they sleep like pillars in the water. Okay. They're one of the few, as far as I know, they're the only big whale that sleeps. Because not a lot of stuff, even when there, a lot of stuff was in the ocean, like Megalodon and Leviacus and stuff like that, sperm whales are not easy to hunt. Yeah. Because they fight back. You know, they got a lot of teeth. And they got sonic weapons and all this stuff. So there's, there's about this gigantic sperm whale, 85 foot. So they put the boats in, and the boats are, like, crappy. The little, so they literally get these little rowboats out. They go. I'm not joking, and then that's they harpoon these whales, and then they let them run them around for a couple of days until they exhaust themselves, and then they bleed them. This was when whaling was work. It's not like today with industrial harpoons and these right. chop shops where they chop them up alive. Yeah, you know this is like life or death for everybody involved. Right. So they get up, and uh, the one boat has a big hole in it, and so the guy takes his hammer. And he starts patching a like a cloth patch on it, and so they can keep into the fight. So he's hammering on this wooden boat. So they get closer. They start harpooning it. The whale reacts completely differently than normal. It picks the ship, and it just starts making a beeline for this boat. The big one. Yeah. Yeah. The main ship. The main one. Yeah. They've never seen this happen before. They only ever attack the small boats. Right. Because that's the thing attacking them. Right. The whales are really. But. So this guy was like, so hammering, getting to that. And it runs and it just hits the bow of this boat. Cracks are open and then dives. And I'm like, oh gosh, you know, so everybody's like panicking and they're like, we got to fix this. Don't worry. Comes back a second time, smacks it with its tail and just takes a gigantic like 13 foot chunk out of the front of the boat. Yeah, you ain't fixing that. You ain't patching that. Boat just starts diving. Yeah. So all they're in is in these little rowboats and they start... There's tortoises everywhere because it cracked open the storage thing where the tortoises were being kept. So they got freed. Tortoises can swim along. The Galapagos tortoises can swim a long distance. So there's they, oh good. They're and not. The vessel's also full of pigs. I forgot about this. I'm not telling this very well because we're going to do in a short version. Yeah. So there's pigs and tortoises everywhere, uh, and then the ship just goes down pretty much in minutes. 
And so they're grabbing everything. There's only one boat. Like, there's three of these boats. There's only one boat that gets, like, a sextant and anything like that to tell anyway. They're in the middle of Pacific near nothing. Yeah. The nearest thing by, like, big boat was, like, a month away. Okay. So, and then the whale just leaves. So he knew what it was doing. Well, so... And then there's all, all this kind of stuff. We're not going to go into the whole crew of the Essex and everything like that. You know, basically it's famous because it ends in a lot of cannibalism. Mm. Wonderful. Yeah. It's, yeah. But so what's cool, like weird about this is this story stuck so long for whalers because it's the first time at least any crew survived to tell the story about a whale attacking the main ship. Yeah. There's some theories that happened many times before, but everybody died. dies. Right. Makes sense. Makes sense. But so there's arguments whether this was an actual sperm whale or not, because they were even having trouble just des- like describing sperm whales at this time as fully like fully being their own species mm-hmm. to where they were like, it's a big sperm whale. Yeah. Now, was it a big sperm whale or was it a different species of whale that happened? You know, it happened like what we talked about, Leviacus, hyphen sperm whale. Right. And every once in a while you run into these because it was a single animal. That's also a weird fact about it. No, it would. It no went, pod. With a pod. Yeah. So, you know, is it a lot Leviacus, you know? But mm. just this monster animal, instantly they stat like they threw one spear and but, <laughs> and then it went and sunk the ship. Yeah, I was gonna say it went for like chaos mode. Now, with the hammering on the little patch, yeah, they redid this uh, relatively recently, like 2010, 2012. They took the same kind of style boat with the cotton patch and the wooden hammer and all this stuff and started nailing it. It almost a hundred percent mimics. The bull, well, the uh, the bull sperm whale fighting call. Mm. Oh, the fighting call. The fighting call. Oh, wonderful. So that's what they think happened. It's the sperm whale was sleeping. It didn't even know it's the little boats. It, it got woken up by a big whale going, "Come on, come at me, bro." Yeah. And then it just woke up and made a beeline for the biggest thing in the water. Right. Because it's like, okay, it's, it's time to go. Yeah. You know. And then it hit it. It rammed it once, which sperm whales do. They'll ram really hard on each other. Giant heads, you know. Ram and then create a big hole. First, that wasn't that wouldn't have sunk the ship, right? Probably, but it left. It came it back. It came back and did a big tail smack and just <laughs> took the whole front of the boat off. When, when did this happen again? Like how long ago? Oh gosh, I, I knew you were gonna ask. I me. didn't remember if he said or not, but I don't know. I guess, I guess it's not that important. But the time frame, eighteen ninety or eighteen nineteen. Sorry, eighteen nineteen. Oh, Two hundred years ago. Yep, that's better than fifteen hundred though. So this. Probably some more to it, or not more to it, but oh, I mean, this is very documented. A right, bunch of yeah. men survived. Yeah, uh, even like the men. So it's cool and not cool, but the cool thing is, is that the men that abandoned ship right before this happened, mm-hmm. one of the guys that stayed with these, these uh, natives on these one of these islands. Yeah, they had great happy lives. Like they, they, most of these guys, so whaling, you got a portion of the ship. Like you didn't get paid, you got a portion of what the ship got. Gotcha. So these guys were out there for like six, seven months, and ha- they were in debt. Right. They were in debt to the company on a ship that was failing. Yeah. So the Essex would have been decommissioned by any other company like two or three years before this. But they needed they needed whale and money. Like literally the ship was like outdated. It was small. There's all these factors that point to like why just one whale just one angry whale instantly just took her down. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think about this one? That's a fun story. I mean, it's a crazy story. Like I said, this is. A very small, fast snippet, snippet of, it, yeah. of the story, and I may I, have said some stuff wrong, but that's just—I mean, this is this is one definitely worth exploring, like on for Patreon and stuff. This will be fun. So we did five hundred twenty-six AD. We did eighteen nineteen. Now I want to talk about this year. Sure. So, like you've already alluded to, yeah. And I have to—I know you said it, but Tom on Instagram sent me this several, like several things about this. So thank you, Tom, uh, with the killer whales. Or, you know, we don't, they're having trouble estimating the number of whales that are actually doing this. Yeah. That are actively attacking and sinking ships, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of undocumented for killer whales. Cool thing about killer whales is they've never killed anybody in the wild that we know of. That we know of. But it, I mean, they're very documented. They, they've been right up next to people, right up oh, next yeah. to kids and stuff it's, like it's that. It's scary. But they look at you, and it's kind of the thing we talked about with humpback whales, I think, is they like, first off, you're not a food source. Second off, you're pretty smart, but they, torture dolphins and seals so yeah so it was, it's odd that i think unfortunately that we're very similar mm, okay and that's why they don't Mess torture and, and destroy us interesting but it happens in captivity i don't think killer whales are a species that should not be in captivity oh yeah shamu well and, yeah any of them any and of they them. put down shamu 
I can't remember. I mean, the one they've eaten their trainers several times because they go nuts. No, there's only one. There's only ever one Shamu. Yeah, at a time. No, just one ever. And he was born on my birthday. You think there was only ever one Shamu? There, there was. There only was one. <laughs> they never killed or replaced it. Never. Yeah. Jay, we'll have to look at your kids' pictures of you. The six times you met Shamu. Yeah. We'll look at the face markings and realize it's a different whale every time. Every time, yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's just one. <laughs> Don't ruin the childhood magic. It's Shamu. It's not magic. It's cruelty. Free willy. I'm all for zoos and aquariums and stuff like that. First off, it's great for public education. Second off, it's like Noah's Ark. You know, you're saving yeah. species. You're saving some genetics in captivity. And don't forget number three, you're, you get in the splash zone. Whales are one that should not be there. Orcas, though. Orcas definitely should not. Oh, come on. I think if you, first off, the space. Have you ever seen the space they have them in? Plenty. Not enough. <laughs> For a forty foot long, I know. you need like you need like Indian Lake size. That would be that's that would be better yeah. if you could do something like that. Let's do that. Let's get an orca and put it in Indian Lake. I mean, it would die pretty fast. Oh yeah, it needs salinity. Salt. Yeah, let's get a, let's breed our own freshwater orcas, stock Indian Lake, and we'll start doing shows. I wouldn't stock it. I don't know how many. I, I mean, Indian Lake's six foot deep the whole way across. They're fifteen foot tall animals. We'll stock it. There's dragon belly the whole time. Well, that'll be our hybrid. You know features belly draggers they have crustacean legs yeah <laughs> all right scientists are baffled after orca sinks three boats in europe so this is by joshua hawkins so thank you joshua literally he did this article this week fresh yeah so a group of orcas have sunk three boats off the coast of europe and scientists aren't exactly sure why the current belief is the behavior may be begun after a traumatized orca attack on a boat during a critical moment of agony mm. So orcas are highly intelligent, and they're one of the few animals that we know holds grudges. Okay. Uh, they believe that the behavior is spreading among the population due to social learning. So orcas are really good. This is me talking now. Mm-hmm. Orcas are really good about transferring data to each other. And several populations of orca can live in the same area and be genetically distinct. Because what happens is there's like there's like so many different types of orca. But they'll be special. They basically specialize inside of an environment. Mm-hmm. There's the shark hunters. There's the seal hunters. There's the salmon hunters. You know, there's migratory members. So you can have three or four different groups of orca living in the same area, but they can talk to each other. They can uh, learn from each other. So orcas, which are typically known as killer whales, aren't typically very aggressive towards humans. However, the first of these incidents began May of 2020. Scientists studied the incident, believe the first one was uh, driven by some kind of agony experienced by an orca. Since then, others uh, have been spotted attacking sailboats and other vessels. So there's a lot of these. So yeah. it's, I've only fully sunk in three sailboats. I wonder who did it, though. Oh, we'll get to there. Okay. Uh, so that there, like I said, there's only been three sunken. How many interactions, negative interactions, do you think took place this first year? Well, if you're laughing or giggling, it must be a lot. So like 75? 500. Oh, shoot. Okay. That's a little bit more than I thought. I've been recorded since 2020. So one and a half just about every single day, every day. Just about. Gosh dang. Uh, They are mad. About what, though? Uh, We'll get there. Okay. So the orchids, they started off slow, slow burn, you know, with an attack every, like, week or every couple weeks. Okay. And then it was always one orca. And then it was two orcas. And then it was three orcas. Uh, some people have reported all the way up to five to six orcas doing this. Oh, my. Now, that would be a nightmare. Uh, they've ripped the rudders off of tons of boats. They're grabbing anything that they can. They've cracked so many hulls. They've, Like I said, they've only fully sunk in three sailboats. Yeah. They've cracked the hulls of dozens. Dang, okay. So if they can... So here's the thing. If they crack your... If they take your rudder off and they crack your hull... You're, you're done. That's what the ones that sink. Yeah, you're screwed. You can deal with one or the other. Right. Uh, but so they're like I said, they're not exactly sure. Uh, experts involving the study of uh, these incidents say that the first incident happened after a female orca named White Gladys suffered a collision with a boat. How our uh, collision with the boat, our entanglement in illegal fishing nets, mm, which okay. triggered this behavioral switch. And since orcas are social animals, the behavior began to spread among them, leading to the most recent incidents where three orcas attacked a small sailboat and eventually sank it. Uh, what is even more intriguing and baffling is that these orcas seem to be making a straight path for the boat's rudders, biting and breaking them off. 
If the behavior is defensive, it is possible that it could continue, not only putting boats at risk, but also putting the orcas themselves at risk from the trauma caused by chasing and crashing into vessels. Mm. While their deaths are while their deaths cannot be directly linked to these incidents, it is possible that the deaths of four orcas have died uh, in the first boat attack in 2020. Uh, so basically, they have four dead orcas show up right before these attacks. Ooh! So they think that has something to do with it. Yeah, like, like I wonder if we'll talk about we'll talk about orca biology here in a second. So yeah. there's a the key factor is white Gladys is an older female orca, big mama that matters. We'll yeah. talk about orca social structure. Ooh! Uh, the scientists are still baffled whether or not any of these actions of the orca are being playful or actively trying to aggress. Uh, they really don't know. Orcas are one of the only animals that sharks greatly fear. So maybe it isn't even surprising that they can be so aggressive. It's just as odd now that they're turning it on to us. Mm-hmm. It's like, what do you do? That's the only thing I can come in my head. Orcas. Pods of orcas. So here's the interesting thing. So orcas have a really cool way of keeping the genetic balance. Okay. Females always leave the pod. They always leave? Males always return with a female. So when these juveniles go off to mingle and find, you know, mates and stuff like that, they'll have mates inside of the pods and stuff like that. They're very unique, like social structured animals. The juvenile males will always return with their female mate to mm. their original pod. Okay. The females never return to their original pod. Gotcha. They leave their pods pod. are ran by what's called grandmother. They're the oldest female orca in the pod. Hmm. And she great she the female orca runs all the strategies. She takes care of all the newborns. She teaches. She's the head matriarch. She runs the whole show. Everything from teaching juvenile calves all the way up to deciding what to hunt, where to go, and all this stuff. Huh. So the female orca puts so much time in only males. She only teaches the males. Because the females are gonna leave and they're gonna learn a whole different system. Right, yeah. So there's a lot of a lot of attention put in from the grandmother. White Gladys seems to be a grandmother that lost oh, a great chunk no. of her family in one incident. Yeah. Oh no. So now they're it's all these. Well, now it's not confirmed that these four orcas right literally right before these attacks. Yeah. Four dead orcas showed up. Hmm. It's almost like they were hunted, and then White Gladys got involved, and then somehow she got entangled. Well, in. well I think she survived. I think she's the only one that survived. Mm, uh, the attack. Yeah, whether it was entangled fishing gear or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I think, personally, here's what I think happened, is it was illegal fishing. And their pod got wrapped up in nets or whatever, and they pretty much killed the orcas to get them out of the nets. Mm. White Gladys broke out, or maybe not wasn't even entangled herself. Maybe she just witnessed But she it witnessed all. her sons dying. And I don't have any guarantee that the four were males... That's right. all speculation. Right. I can't find the gender of the four dead orcas. Why not? Because it's in Europe, and I can't find anything in Europe. You, didn't you do your due diligence? Yeah, I tried. I'm just kidding. Uh, but, and she snapped. Just and, like a human. The orcas are pretty on level with humans. And taught some pretty nasty behavior. Well, and it, I think it's just the start. Uh-oh. I think this may get worse and worse and worse. Uh-oh. We got to keep them, prevent them from talking. Oh, I think, no, I think they're going to put down these orcas. Ooh. I think they will. Now, where's that video at take place? Dozens. There's dozens of videos of these orcas attacking boats. Okay. You seen the, so you've seen the one where the guys, like, they're driving through that water, like, with all the ice chunks in the water? Is that the one you're talking about? No. So this is, like, right off the coast of England and stuff like that. This is not, like, okay. in the Arctic. This is right off the coast of civilization. Well, there's one there's one in the Arctic going around right now. Where it was jumping up beside the boat? Yeah. Yeah, that's not a scary thing. They do that. It looks pretty scary. But... It, so there's a there's a video of a diver being in the water with one though as it's ripping the the rudder off a boat. Oh really? Oh man. And they still don't seem to show any aggression towards the human people. beings. Yeah, it's just the vessels. It's the boats. Yeah. And they may not be able to make that connection that the humans are the oh, thing. Gotcha. Versus the boat. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as they know, the boat is what killed them. Right. Not the people involved. Mm-hmm. In- involved. There's also the video going around too of this. Uh, but it's a little different. But it's a it's it's a shark, not a killer whale, but a, like a kayaker, just chilling in the water, and literally. Oh, that was a tiger. Yeah, ti- yeah. He, his camera flips up, and you see this fan beelining it right at his boat, and then. Do you crap. know what happened there? <laughs> oh, no. You watch it. it. Was chasing bluefish. Was it? And the bluefish took the kayak as as a structure, Co- as cover. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that. And he just 
sharks are like that. You know, they get one tra- like when they're chasing something, that's they're they're, they're going it. for it, yeah. And then it hits something, and then immediately it bit it. Oh, oh and yeah. And it's like, oh, that's not what I'm supposed to try. The guy was like, ah, <laughs> I would do. But no, it, it, you know, it did not puncture his hull. I did not. Yeah. Once it hit it, man, it was like, oh, that's not a fish. Yeah, let go. Oh, I would have freaked out too. The guy. I mean, you're on that tiny kayak. So, what do you think about White Gladys? I know I just made a lot of assumptions. Right. I mean, there's some dots that could be connected there. If if it is the paternal mother, though, like anything's on the table like no bets are off because that's very possible especially if it's taught behavior oh it's definitely don't, she's definitely teaching them it's really about the what the why right yeah well you don't attack big mama and orca, orcas are just every their social family structure is so weird and oh yeah any social any family structure you don't attack the mom they have a highly intensive social structure yeah and I don't even think that it was her that was attacked. I think I'm, if I had to really guess, it was her kids. You don't mess with the mom. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And she lost four adult workers. Yeah. Oh, that's a big chunk. Think big about blow. that. That's 30 years of her life. So she's, yeah. So I would do the same thing. All right. This is a problem. Take care of that problem. Now, here's the thing. If So if it leaves their social group and starts going to other orcas, that'll be interesting. Yeah, that would be not good. I think you'll start having kayakers disappear. Are we going to have a worldwide, like, orca roundup? I doubt it. Because then it's only going to get worse. If great white sharks have a... There's a chance of them going extinct here in the next, you know, 50 years because of orcas. Great whites? Yeah. Okay. Because orcas, like we talked about in other episodes, they're starting to starve uh-huh. uh, some populations. So they're picking on great whites a little harder than they normally do. Mm. There's not that many great white sharks. So People, they're... People don't realize that there's not a lot of great white sharks on the planet. Yeah. You know, so it can 20 dead great white sharks matters. Right. Yeah. What? You think they're going to kill all the sharks first? Yeah. All the great white sharks. I mean, they're just eating their livers out of them. So what if uh, they're not getting a lot of food out of that big animal? What would, what would the oceans be like without orcas? Um, I mean, any, any apex predator you remove is going to push some environment into chaos. Hmm. Maybe there'll be an explosion of great whites. So the reason the orcas are so the reason we think a megalodon and leviacus went extinct was because of orcas. Mm. So orcas are hunting whales. Same with leviacus and megalodon. We're hunting whales. Mm-hmm. But orcas are a lot faster, a lot smarter, and they have coordination. Right, yeah. So they think that it's just they pushed them out. They pushed out those big those big predators. So those big predators might come back. No, they're gone. I mean well, I you think know, Leviacus is I know I Hundred percent think megalodon, megalodon's gone, and then, I think Viacus may something will fill the niche. I mean, it's going to be a while though. It yeah. takes a long time for a species to step up. Maybe you don't know what's something from the bloop like from the depths just explodes. I'm pretty sure the bloop is mostly stationary. Hmm. Hmm. Pretty sure though, it's juvenile not bloops. See, it might be juvenile bloops might just explode. I don't think they swim. And then we'll have a a, a hybrid. Whale, orca, bloop, take over the oceans, and then they'll grow legs and come on land. So that'll be World War Six. So, anything else about the orcas? <laughs> um, there are mighty beasts that need to be respected. Don't swim with orcas. Don't swim with them, unless you want to toss thirty foot in the air and then I don't know, swallowed after. But don't swim with orcas. That's my only advice. I, yeah, I, I wouldn't advise it. I don't think there's any extra fear from them actually attacking people. But support Shamu. So, don't, don't. Arca shouldn't be in captivity. But Shamu, he liked it. No, he didn't. Yeah. There's a reason they keep eating their trainers. Well, it's because they, 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 they taste good. They eat their life. <laughs> they ate their life. No, that's, I'm not joking. No, I know. They used I to have to give. I can't remember what whale it was, what work it was. They used to have to give it like medication, like anti-suicide medication. Jesus, basically. so it would, bad. Wanted to like hang itself. It literally was like trying to break its head and, on stuff. And that's so bad. Don't. I'm all for zoos and I'm all for aquariums, but there are animals that should not be kept. It would. It would hate. Think to go. about like really good zoos for elephants. Yeah. The literally the amount of space they give an elephant. Like it's so big you can't see them. Right. Like, that's because they're massive animals. Yeah. Orcas are bigger. Yeah. By a lot. In a lot smaller space. A lot smaller space. Yeah. Imagine going into work one day and you turn on the light switch to the tank and you just see a <laughs> giant noose wrapped around it. And it's like, oh, it's hanging in its tank. 
It's horrible. I know it's so horrible, but it's just funny. Like it, it found the time to tie its own rope, like its noose up. It, I just imagine that with big giant flippers is funny. So let's to talk me. about whale attacks as a whole. Okay. So what's going on? Uh, so some of this, like the older legends and stuff like that, we could we could be having old sea monsters being mistaken for whales, or just due to language. Tort whales could be a catch-all term mm-hmm. for big marine animals. Right. So do you think that's happening? Do you think in 500 AD it was not a whale, it was a big animal? I mean, it could be because... A stellar sea cow, perhaps? Oh, maybe not that. There's too gentile to... <laughs> gentle I to... I mean, we just stabbed him to death in the back of the head. Right, yeah. This is pre... They weren't hard to kill. Right. So I don't think it would have been that, but... I mean, anything can get lost in translation over that amount of time, so it's it's possible it could have just been some other... I mean, it could have been a sharktopus, for all we know. Sharktopus. But it, it was... Beluska. But I w- I'm, I'm down for this... Porphyros. For some cetacean creature being responsible for this, here's my thing. For I can I could see a guy I guess being for the old old ones like the like we talked about in the Roman Empire, but in the 1800s they were whalers. They knew what a whale was. Right. They knew it was a big sperm whale. Like they, at least close enough to where they'd call it a big sperm whale. Right. Now whether there's a different species of sperm whale is another thing. Right. That's a whole other debate. But but they knew it was a whale. Right. They knew it was in that family. I, I'm a, I'm down to believe that as well. And then, you know, we're talking about the modern ones, but all these whales are very smart. Uh, so killer whales are known for holding grudges. But what are these are all of this that they are known? These are whales holding grudges. This, you know, the juvenile sperm whale of the 16, you know, of the 15 or 500 AD. Sorry. Uh, could it be, you know, from the northern from the northern ocean could have survived whaling. It left the area and then knew it. Found ships its were way bad. Here, yeah. Ships were bad, so it started attacking ships on purpose. Right. Like it yeah. knew they were ships. It knew that ships were, you know, it survived whaling. Especially in just this narrow of an area, or this very specific area. So you know? it could have been doing it everywhere it went. Right. Yeah. It was only visiting this area on a giant empire where there was a lot of documentation. Right. Exactly. A couple months. It could have been doing it everywhere it went, but you know these smaller colonies and stuff like that. These smaller countries. Just didn't have the documentation for right. it. It's first for them. Yeah. What do you think about that? Oh, I'm down for all that. Like I, I have no art. I don't think I have any argument towards that logic. Makes sense to me. Now I have to put this on here. Okay. Demon whales. Ooh. They're, so this. They're like yokai. This is like I was saying earlier with the with the hybrids like created nephilim whales. They're nephilim whales. Like all right. It's, Byzantine Justin Teen the first needs to go down. The great and powerful Justin Teen. Yep. If you look I up his know, Wikipedia, I, I could not find his methods. One person said he just like kind of put a big net out there and it went right through the net. <laughs> I would like to think about. You know, I bet they had some pretty smart ways of doing this. But whaling was a thing at the time, but not really for the Roman Empire. Mm, okay. Though they did hunt dolphins and such, but like big difference. They had to have some sort of like. I could see it Smart being way, uh, a big net. Like, humans are just as dumb as we are now as back then. Right, yeah. Build a big net. It's just a big fish. Right, yeah. It's like, no, no, it's not. Two boats with, like, a giant you just see net these, between like, them. four or five warships getting pulled backwards. <laughs> Out into the sea. Yeah, like, well, we're never going to see those guys again. The net's not working. We built the net too strong. Yeah. I don't know what they would have done to do it, but... Gosh, I would have liked to have been around to see him try. I don't know why I put demon whales on the list. Like, I was very tired when I was doing this. I, It's not demon whales. It could be a possessed whale. I do not think so. Why not? What possessed if, by revenge. Possessed by, yeah, see, same difference. It's, I mean, no, it's a very it's big difference. internal demons. It's like uh, not John Wick. Uh, what was the other one taken? What was taken? Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson, yeah. These Liam Neeson whales. They took the baby. Yep. Then and it, then it burned the Roman Empire. I will sink your ships could you imagine i keep going back to that one because that's like the, the the chair and the cake for this episode of seeing like a giant roman warship get hit and just start sinking like literally at the time it was probably the scariest man-made device on the planet a roman warship the roman warships yeah, at the height of the roman empire that and then you just see some smack it and it just start going down oh yeah whatever that something was would be the new scariest thing and you're like what? Yeah, let's do war on land. Let's let's stop going out there. Yeah, man, I don't know. World's crazy. And then I think here's for the most of these, 
Uh, and there's a tons of other whale attacks in history and stuff like that. It's freak accidents. Like humpback whales, like have sunk twenty or thirty boats in the last ten years. Dang. Uh, but it's because people get too close to humpback whales. Right. I can. I They're mean, not doing it on sense. purpose. They yeah. jump. They dance. You know. The humpback whale is just doing what it's do- what it does, and you get too close, and it lands on you. Shooting, you know, they're shooting scenes for that Pacific Life commercial. Yeah, and trying you get to get the perfect close. slash. Yeah, and he's, he sinks your ship. It's what happens. But I, so I think a lot of these through history of that, like, and even the uh, the Essex, the, the, the Essex, the Essex. Yeah, that's what happened there. Is it was a lot of criteria that kind of stacked up to make a freak accident. Right. Especially I don't think that whale was going out of its way to attack ships on a regular basis. I think they went to a whale breeding ground. Yeah, I think they. they it was a lot of things stacked up. Uh, I the orca one. I do the recent orca one. I do think is you know re- result of cruelty towards the animal. Yeah. Revenge. It, yeah. And then the, you know the Roman one. Who knows? Possessed by revenge. It could have been Julius Caesar coming back. Mm. As a whale. Ooh, Napoleon. Could have been coming back as a whale. It's a little small whale, but it's a whale nonetheless. When was Napoleon? Napoleon was like the 1600s, right? Still, but he might be coming back. A thousand years before? No, 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 with the new whales. Oh, I thought you meant like... Not the, the 500 one, though. I'm like, what? It- I meant the new whales, like, coming back. Like, this is a reoccurring theme where old, you know... Old historical figures come back as orcas and whales and attack ships. It's like a thing. Adolf whale, Mussolini <laughs> you just whale. Wait. Argent, Argent, or South American I guess if killer you do, whales. If you do believe in reincarnation, that would be a good punishment because whales are peaceful and they pretty much get tortured by people. Mm. But get they hunted. can't. But they can't once they realize they can fight back. I mean, still. I mean, they're going to put down these orcas if they need to. Yeah, probably. I mean, they're going to, like, literally, here's a fish with dynamite in it. <laughs> That's one way to go about it. It's, I mean, it's not hard. No. It's not hard today to kill whales. <laughs> right, I mean, yeah. it's, it's actually an issue. Mm, interesting. It's too easy. Interesting. I can't remember who it was. I think it was uh, Spencer was talking about uh, in Washington how they had one of the tribes uh, that was allowed to harvest whales uh, traditionally. And they harvested way too many, and illegal like with illegal technologies and stuff like that. Oh, and they were actually using the meat in like buffets and stuff like that. Oh, that's not then good. they got the, basically they're not allowed to take whales anymore. You're right? Yeah. Oh man, you can't take advantage of what you're given. I have been the great and powerful mystery. I have been the infamous Jay. Have a good week. Trust whales. Trust whales and. Help us with our Kickstarter if, oh, if yes, you guys still have the means. If you can. We join do, us, join we us on Patreon. You'll hear more about the Essex. Yep. <laughs> All right, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to Crips of the Corn podcast. Please share with a friend you think would like us. It's the best way to help our show grow. Leave a comment, rate us, a five-star review. And remember, there is always extra content on Patreon slash com. And don't forget, stay magical. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.